Hey, hey, welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. I'm Sierra Booker, sex and intimacy coach and sex enthusiast. I'm about to make your life a lot spicier. I help people find their truths and live their desires shame free. My goal is to break the generational and cultural shame around sexuality and sex, all while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugarcoated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, aka sex. Welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. People who do not invest in their partner's pleasure. I feel like maybe that's not your person. Maybe that's not the people for you. Why would you not want to turn your partner on more? I've talked to a lot of women over the years, especially in my field of looking for more ideas on how to turn their partner on, looking for ideas on ways to get better at oral sex, looking for new ideas on new positions or new toys or new things that they can do to help turn their partner on more. And sometimes I get met with why you wouldn't want to turn your partner on more. Turning your partner on isn't necessarily just sexual, but turning them on in life. You know, if when you're in a relationship, it's so much more than sexual. Like, yes, sexual is super important because that is what defines a romantic relationship over just a friendship or a partnership. You know, learning their turn-ons and learning about them is going to help to build intimacy and stronger relationships. And over time, if you just don't learn about your partner, our partners that grow and evolve, and before you know it, you're at two different places. Something me and my one of my coaching friends were going to talk about on an upcoming episode is the cheating pandemic. Basically, this cheating pandemic that's going on and why people are being unfaithful and why people are choosing to to cheat their partner or to make decisions where their partner is not involved and is not consenting. I feel like some of this comes back to turning your partner on more and, and just falling out of interest and, and not trying. I feel like too, and like when people just stop trying altogether, like there's a difference in giving effort and showing up for your partner and and putting your best foot forward and making that effort. And then there's a difference in not showing up at all and just being very stagnant. And I've had the conversation with some people for too about just being selfish, selfish partners, people who are only invested in their own pleasure. They are not invested in their partners. They will receive oral, but they aren't going to give their partner oral they will receive all these different fantasies and put out forth what they want, but they're not invested in their partners. And this is where I feel like a lot of relationships go really sour because it takes two. It takes two to tango. Like it takes two people who are consciously and willingly putting forth effort to make a relationship work. And so many times I see relationships where it's one-sided and there's only one person putting forth an effort into their sex life or there's only one person putting forth an effort into their emotional support in their relationship or there's only one person putting forth an effort into growing their intimacy and dating their spouse still and 
finding time to to get that movie in or get that booty grab in or spend that time together that that builds intimacy and stronger bonding and so you have a partner who isn't invested in your pleasure and doesn't really care about turning you on it becomes a really one-sided relationship and people can get very depressed and get in very dark spaces one of the reason why I like talking about discovering turn-ons and helping people, giving people permission to explore their turn-ons and helping people navigate through them and discover more about themselves and learn more about the body and pleasure and female pleasure and how it works. I, I talk about what I talk about is so that people can have stronger bonding and more intimacy in their life. And overall, it's going to be more fun, more fucking fun. Like, come on, life is too serious. Sex is the one part that we get to fuck up and find out and mess around and do what makes us happy. And overall, that's going to increase our quality of life. And when you have two people who are equally giving in the relationship and equally invested in each other's pleasure and each other's turn-ons. It's such a different experience. I see a few single people post on social media and they're just trashing the whole dating scene right now. Part of me wants to say, one, how invested are you in your own pleasure? Because someone else can only be excited as much as you're excited. So if you're not excited about yourself and you're not excited about your pleasure and you're not excited about your turn-ons in your life and your hobbies and what you get up every fucking day and do, then it's going to be really fucking hard for somebody else to be excited for you and excited about you. So it starts with self-love. I feel like this is this is self-love month, y'all. Like we're in February. I know a lot of people focus February around love month and couples and relationships. And yes, that's important, but your relationship with yourself matters most of all. Because if that's stagnant, if that's stale, if that's shitting the fucking bed, then every other relationship is in your life is gonna shit the bed. Your relationship with your kids, your relationship with your partners, whoever that looks like, it's gonna shit the bed if you are not taking care of the relationship with yourself. And if you're not invested in your turn-ons, then it's really hard. It's going to be really hard of you to ask your partner to be invested in your turn-ons. I feel like too, you know, I've, I've said it before and coming from a point of my own personal experiences, learning so much about myself just set the standard for relationships and what I need to sexually fulfill me, what I need to romantically fulfill me, what I need to emotionally fulfill me. I think a lot of the time we get in our own heads and then we just stay there for a long time and we overthink and eventually maybe we'll be like open up to our partner and be like, hey, you know what? I've I've been feeling this way for a while. I feel like we should talk about this. Or, hey, you know what? Like, this has been kind of crunchy lately. Can we, you know, what's going on here? Can we talk more about what's going on? I think sometimes getting out of our head, maybe you have a partner who does want to turn you on, but you're not in a, a place mentally able to receive. I feel like I have definitely been there before where I am just not in a place of receiving pleasure because I'm not happy with myself or I'm working through something or my own mental challenges. It could definitely be that you're just not in a place of receiving. And I feel like all relationships go through these points. All relationships have 
this ebb and flow of flowing in and out of different places. And that's just part of life. You know, it's part of the human experience. I feel like we're put here to live and to live through these experiences. And we can choose to overcome and learn and thrive, or we can choose to become a victim and succumb to what the world chooses us to see. And instead of taking control of our environment and taking control of our lives, we succumb and become the victim. And that's where I feel like a lot of depression and a lot of people become depressed and unfulfilled and unappreciated in their relationships and just very stagnant in life. And we are meant to grow and evolve. That is how humans thrive. We grow, we evolve, we change, we shift, you know, And so when people stay stagnant, that is where you find bitterness and no quality of life and a really poor outlook on the past and the future. And sometimes I get it. Sometimes you just have to really focus on self and get to a place of receiving again so that you can show up for your partner. I feel like I went through a lot um, after having my baby. I definitely was not in a good place of receiving because I had felt like there was so much else, so much else crushing me. I feel like whenever I think about a time of where I was not in a place to receive, this is definitely one that that pops up in my memory. I will say, just in and of itself, pregnancy was such a hard experience for me because I am such a sexual person. And during my pregnancy, sex was like the lowest thing on the totem pole. Like I could have given a shit less about sex. I had no interest in it at all. I was violently sick the entire pregnancy. And when you're violently sick, there is no sex drive. I was entirely miserable, not to mention, I was in really shock. You know, like we had planned on having a baby. We had been trying to have a baby. But I was in utter shock whenever I took that pregnancy test and I still didn't believe it, which is why I took a second one, like within 30 minutes of taking the first one. And until I remember seeing her on my first ultrasound, I didn't believe it. I I know that sounds dumb and I'm a nurse and I knew that I was pregnant, but part of me was like, oh, this isn't true. This isn't real. And then the violent sickness happened and I was like, oh baby, it's fucking real. All right. That was such a hard part of my life and my relationship because I was at such a point where I wasn't turning myself on because I had no motivation. You know, my health was at a low and I feel like other people with handicaps or disabilities or illness or times in their life where they were sick or had health concerns like pregnancies that they can probably also relate on feeling in this place where you're not in a place to receive, you're not in a good place yourself. So therefore, it's going to be really hard for you to turn your partner on um, and to support your partner sexually and not even sexually, but just support your partner in their needs. So it was a really rough time frame. I know for myself and for my partner, especially because with pregnancy, you know, I don't, I had never heard of anyone in my immediate circle talk about them hating sex when they were pregnant. And so to me, I just kept waiting to feel differently about it because everyone told me, oh, your sex drive is going to hit so hard. And I'm like, so when does that come? Like the first, the sec, the third, well, it's not here and it didn't ever come to me. So just different, like different ebbs, different times of your life and just different experiences can really shut this stuff down. And what I hate seeing is experiences that shut things down or really just put them to a complete fucking stop. And then we don't 
ever get past that. And that's what coaching is really for. You know, whenever you're going through a rough situation or a hard time or just a conversation or a topic or something that you're working through, coaching is just that support, that extra person that can cheer you on, that can be your support system, that can help guide you through. You know, coaching is not like therapy and even therapy is not like this where somebody says the magic words and everything's fixed and better and you're great and that's that's not how it works but having somebody that's on your team that supports you wholeheartedly that does not judge you that supports you it's a different level of appreciation and it makes all the world a difference when you're trying to navigate a hard part of life and that's the thing we are all going to go through hard parts of life we're all going to go through challenges we're all going to go through death we're going to go through loss we're going to grieve that's that's part of life that's part of the human experience so being somebody who can be there for someone at their worst or through a hard time you know that's that's just always been that's always been my heart that's that's just always where I've been that's part of the reason why I have remained a nurse fulfilling part of nursing I can tell you that um is knowing that you can be there for somebody um at their worst time or Whenever they needed somebody the most, it's the best feeling. And I think that's why I definitely can say I'm very dual in the coaching and nursing industry. Not because I like to, but I'm also really good at being there for people in hard times. Sometimes we're just going through phases. And if you're going through one of those phases right now where you're struggling to connect with your partner or your partner maybe doesn't really turn you on or they're not making an effort or maybe it's vice versa and you're just, you're in that awkward time frame. Just know it's not forever. These phases pass. You know, you're gonna phase out of this. You're gonna flow into something new and you can decide when that happens. I feel like you do have to work towards the outcome that you desire. It's totally in your power and I support you And there's so many other people that love and support you. If you find yourself in a situation where your partner has no desire to turn you on or you have no desire to turn your partner on, then the first thing and the best thing that you can do is fucking talk about it. Because when we talk about sex, we have better sex. Believe it or fucking not. When you talk about it, it's going to be better. Talking through these crunchy areas is going to be so worth it on the other side. You know, just imagine like, okay, what if we get through this conversation and it was just a miscommunication and we're having amazing fucking sex in an hour? Like what? When you start thinking that the best is going to happen, the best is literally going to start to happen. I support you if you're going through these phases or maybe you're in a relationship where your partner has no desire Uh, Maybe you are in just a rough spot with your health and you're working through it. And maybe you're just in a relationship where your partner just isn't invested in your pleasure at all and never has been. Definitely come hit my inbox up if any of this stuff hits home or resonates because we can have a conversation. These are things I'm super familiar with. And if I can help you through with a conversation or coaching one-on-one, or even with this podcast and just su- and supporting you on a weekly basis, then you know I'm here for you. Especially now that you get me twice a week, every Monday and Thursday. If you didn't see the announcement, you guys get new episodes of the Unchained Sex Cast every single Monday and Thursday at 0500. Thank you for listening to the Unchained Sex Cast. 
For more, please follow us on Instagram under the Unchained Sex Cast or my coaching page, Inspired by Sierra. If you feel inclined, please feel free to share us with your friends. This is not a sponsored podcast, so it is by word of mouth. If you liked us, loved us, wanted to review us, please take a second and do so, and we would super appreciate it to help us organically grow. Thanks again for catching the Unchained Sex Cast. We'll see you on our next episode.